Morning and welcome to tonight's Sawdust Talk. I'm going to be hosting for you tonight. I'm TJ and we've got Eric Pennington with Designs by Red Raven joining us this evening. And I believe the rest of the cool kids are going to slowly be filtering in. Greetings, Ed. You are viewer number one. Dan Woodworking is viewer number two. Hello. I don't even see you on there yet. You can try refreshing. Look at this. Jason Lambiris. Caleb Wright Events. Vandals Wood Creations. Look at all you cool kids all piling in at the same time. That's the good stuff that I like seeing. That's right, Ed. If you ain't first, you last. I don't know how far the delay is from when you send that. Dan, greetings. How are you? Braden should be popping in here in a minute. And... Look at this. We got our friends from Red Leg Custom Woodworks in here. Island Fusion Woodcraft is in the house. Hey, there's Braden. Boop. Fresh, does it say, are you looking for Sawdust Talk to be live or me? Oh. Lumberox is here. Hoozah! Okay, I accepted. Why come not? in video. Brayden, where are you? Oh, man. Do we have to start this over? This is going to be an awesome episode, Ed. You're correct. But it appears we're already having technical difficulties, and those are the best kind of starts. All right, Brayden, I'm going to cancel your invitation. You need to log off and log in again, I guess. Let's see here. Yeah, no, you're probably going to end up jumping over here with me anyway uh, oh there we go all right instagram does have problems look at this maybe 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 we have Spinning wheel of doom. I see you. I cannot see you. Now I see you. Look at how handsome you are. Hey, buddy. Re oh my God, is the lag that bad? Okay, yeah, put that away, man. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so we're going to have to improvise just a little bit and we're going to scoot the camera back and maybe. You guys Come over here. You want to be Bert or Ernie? You guys just uh, Bert. Okay, I'll be Ernie. That's, that's perfect. Look deep Howdy. Yeah, so we had two phones going at the same time just a minute ago, and the lag and delay in the space was like six seconds. Yeah, it was real bad. So we're going to do this. We're going to be Bert and Ernie. So instead of instead of four separate streams like normal, we've got two for three man it wouldn't be sawdust talk if we didn't have some sort of some sort of instagram live issue right that but just be our intro it appears that we can actually see somebody write ed put a question into the chat and is assuming that we could one of us can see the questions in the chat I rustic lumber store is here who's up um 
but yeah, as long as, as the, the questions populate, we're going to be in awesome shape. And Eric and I, just, you know, we could have taken a piece of tape and drawn a line between us. Oh my God. Did hey, anybody else yeah. tried the rustic lumber uh, finish? It's like a Rubio Monocoat similar type hard finish. No, but I want to go to there. Teach it, me. Teach me, it, rustic lumber. <laughs> it's cheaper than Rubio, and I used it on a couple pieces of furniture, and I loved the finish. I can mean, you buff it? Yeah, oh, you can buff it, you can rub it, you can squeegee it, you can do whatever you want. Oh, rustic lumber, reach out to Sawdust Talk, and we'll freaking pump your stuff. It's going to be sweet. Um, hey, look, have you heard that bird is the word? I'm so proud of you, Ed. You have asked a question, and we saw it. Yeah. The Wood Whisperer video was awesome. Uh, did a hard way oil very cool okay look at this and caesar b woodworks is here that's wonderful all right kids well we got 13 people in the chat brayden is anybody else going to be joining us this evening or is it just the awesome threesome it's, it's, it's the the two for three special here that is super rad okay so um we can get the show rocking and rolling boys and girls i'm tj with tjt woodworks based in st louis um i do a whole bunch of turning on the lathes, uh, do a little bit of metal work, do some 3D printing. Um, yeah, I would just be comfortable saying that I am a maker and I make stuff. Uh, Braden, you want to introduce yourself to the cool kids in the audience? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Braden with Little Bug Woodworking. Uh, I do a little bit of this. I've got some CNC stuff. I do some laser. Uh, if it uses wood or something else, uh, I'm usually dumb enough to try and make it. So works out okay. Perfect. Eric? Hey well, I'm Eric with Designs by Red Raven. I, uh, yeah, I definitely am a wood turner. I like to make furniture. I dabble in a little bit of metal worker working. Yeah, I guess I can just say uh, maker. Nice. <laughs> Seems like there's a thing going on here. Yeah, so you you might notice, for those of you watching us, that we, we do have the host and the guest in the same place at the same time. Um, yeah, you, have, you, can, you can imagine that, that we're not right next to each other. Um, Eric had to deliver a beautiful piece of furniture that we're going to be talking about a little bit later, I'm sure. And yes, Ed, did you know that I make bowls? Um, and uh, he was delivering it only about an hour away from my house. And so since he was on the road, uh, I had him over here and we're, we're turning together. It's like uh, Patrick Swift. Crazy and Demi Moore and Ghost. I'm it's, not leaning on your shoulder. That's okay, man. Who's, I'll stand behind who's you. reaching around <laughs> to hold the tool? Well, Eric's got short arms, so I have to reach around him. It's just, it's a logistics thing, but. Yeah. Um, a little guy. It's okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into turning, and I'm going to close that cabinet. Okay. So, well, uh, on a Honestly, about four years ago, I uh, I started building up my wood shop. I literally started with just a table saw and a miter saw and just kind of kept going from there, just building stuff like two by fours. I'd say probably about a good eight months in. I uh, So, okay, I'm going to say this, but this will circle back. Uh, my, man, my brother Carl had moved over with me, and he was a machinist and always talking about the lathe and everything. And I'm sitting here like – 
okay, I know about wood lathes and stuff like that, but I never messed with one. So I went ahead and bought one for me and him to play with. And very quickly did I outgrow it. I ended up buying a Jet uh, 1221. Uh, FedEx decided to mess up and actually sent my first one to the fraudulent department. So I ended up with two for the price of one. It was fake. Yeah, yeah, it was fake. And um, anyway, so just kind of, you know, fast forwarding a little bit, uh, talking about that piece of furniture that he mentioned. Uh, yeah, so yesterday was actually mine and my brother Carl's birthday. I turned 33 yesterday. Yeah, I look good. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so this table, it was made out of sweet gum and cherry. And it was all, you know, slabbed up. I didn't slab it myself, but my papa had actually got me the wood, which was great. My dad got me the sweet gum, so I didn't have to pay for any of the wood. That was awesome. And took the cherry. I, I, did a, I, did, I turned a big pedestal and then did, you know, wood joinery feet. And I even extended the the sweet gum slab with uh, cherry offcut from the spindle. And then I did a mother pearl inlay on the top. I wish I had a picture to show y'all, but unfortunately I do not. And uh, I don't, well, I don't know. It might, do you think it would show up on the phone throughout the? Maybe, but they can also check out Starbond's site. Yeah, yeah, you can check out Starbond's site. Uh, look up the, uh, you might have to scroll down a little bit uh, or shoot, just, Get on my page and scroll down a little bit. You'll see the whole build process. Uh, but, but, yeah, no, so my brother Carl ended up buying that table, and I was able to deliver that little wind lathe to him yesterday. And just so by luck, he lives about an hour away from here. It's like, hey, five-hour drive up, might as well stay. <laughs> so that's my story. Nice. Short, sweet to the point. But, yeah, so <laughs> you are a spindle turner for the most part. For the most part, yes. I uh, I turn a lot of uh, handles for uh, actually I turn a lot of gong handles for deep space soundscapes. And you know he does he he make, he finished making the the mallets for the gong mallets. He does a lot of sound baths and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, of course I really would like to get more into furniture making. I got another table that I've started since this previous one, but yeah, definitely more of a spindle turner than a ball turner. That's for sure. That's that's why we we work together so well so i heard a lot of words there that i recognize individually what is a deep soundscape gong okay deep space soundscape um so you know the big old round gongs you know okay you can actually play those uh to make different harmonies and they utilize those for what's called a sound bath it's uh, kind of like a spiritual healing type deal. So, okay. So how did you get into making those? I mean, that's not just something that you're like, I need one from Target, but I'm going to get one locally made. Right. Uh, well, actually, uh, I don't know if y'all know who Luke in the Garage is. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, John from Deep Space reached out to him and uh, Luke gave him my contact. And this was about over a year and a half ago, and we've been um, we, we we've been business partners ever since. Gonging around. Yeah, well, he gongs around. I I, I turn around. <laughs> so, what's the difference between a uh, gong mallet and like a regular mallet? Like, are they like really long or? Uh, about the I, I think the longest one that we made is about fourteen inches. Okay. So a lot of them are really 
probably like you know very utilized by you know just the hand wrist motion you know it doesn't it shouldn't have to take a lot we're not trying to sound the drums of war or anything here so <laughs> you is so we will make a gong mallet the size of this shot yes and send it to him and be like you put a head on this that's right and then put it out front to be part of your sign i'm gonna it's yeah gonna be big enough blast my garage door yeah i'll be broke yeah it's gonna be sweet um, okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the early months of wood turning before we dive into the fact that you are posting two to three reels a day. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I'll but uh, that. I I want to hear about the follies. The what? The follies, the pitfalls, the learning experiences. All right, all right, all right. I got a story that I have not told anybody. So if you were listening in live, I see we got nine people. More of y'all better start coming in if y'all want to hear this. <laughs> um, so it was after I got my first jet. So when, okay, let me back up a little bit. When we first started on the wind lathe, we were just turning like magic wands because it just went between centers. I didn't have the money for a chuck yet. And that is the, the grippy thing that spins onto the lathe that holds the piece. So I didn't have one of those yet. So we were very limited by what we can do. And obviously, first starting to learn, you know, I was, you know, learning traditional. We didn't have carbides. So it wasn't just easy. Um, but anyway, so about a month later, I got the jet in. And then probably about another two weeks later, I got my first chuck. Well, this thing weighs about four pounds, just to clarify. This is a very heavy chuck. It's not my Nova that weighs nothing. Uh, anyway, so I squared, I put a square blank in there, and my first flaw was I didn't put it in the chuck exactly right. Uh, uh, good thing I was wearing a face shield because the second that I started, this thing flew off and just knocked me right in the forehead. Uh, mistake number two, I was going way too fast. Like my normal turning speed really does not exceed uh 2200 rpms and that's if i'm really heavy and you know like some uh you know spend the work anything else i'm really not going you know more than like maybe 1500 rpms i had this sucker all the way at uh, turned all the way up it was about 3600 rpm well after the piece blew off that hit me in the head didn't really hurt i quickly shut off the lathe not thinking anything about it as soon as i turned it off it shut right off the chuck kept spinning, and buddy, it unspun itself, landed on the bed of the lathe, jumped down about this close to my foot, took off across my shop before hitting my wife, beeline the other way, hit the wall with massive force. I looked at myself, at, at my wife, made sure she was okay first. She was good. I reevaluated my situation for about a split second and said, nope. I went and grabbed that chuck. I went and found that piece of wood. I put it back on, except for this time, I made sure I double made sure the chuck was actually on right. I then made sure my piece was in right. I then made sure I had the tailstock up while roughing. And I then did not turn it all the way up, and I made a successful bottle stopper. <laughs> After Realizing that my pants were actually not brown, I realized, hey, a lesser man would have stopped right then and there and gave it up. I did not. This, the story of perseverance is amazing. <laughs> yeah, call, call me a, a lesser man because that story right there makes me just not want to start. 
It was scary, but I did everything wrong. Let's not forget that. <laughs> but still <laughs> succeeded, and that's what's important. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It, it was like okay. Um, uh, let's let's try again. You know, I, I'm only you laughing because I've done some of the same. Shit. <laughs> you guys can't. So I had a I had a tool break, snap, right in two. It was a inexpensive. Uh, scraper and it happened and I heard it ricochet against three things in my shop and I didn't see it again for like seven months the piece that was missing <laughs> off of it and it's not because I didn't look it was just gone <laughs> it may have been embedded in something or slid underneath I, I don't no, but I remember holding the broken tool in my hand and going, it's time for a break. I'm going to stop for about 10 minutes. Show of hands, who deals with woodshop gremlins? They come in and they move shit all around all the time. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Your woodshop gremlin just grabbed something shiny. You're like, ooh, shiny. I know. I get it. That's, that's, the, that's the best advice Dude. that I that's the best advice that anybody could possibly give anybody working as a maker is the second something breaks, you immediately walk away. Ten yep. minutes. At Ten bare minutes. minimum, if not for the night. You hit two mistakes in like a 15-minute period, you're done for the night. Yep. I, have, I have had that happen with the CNC more times than I can count. Yeah, no, deadline be <laughs> damned. You're really going to miss that deadline if you're in the emergency. Let's hold on a second. Hold on a second, though. That chuck flew off at me and probably about took my head off. Dude, and I got it. I picked it right up. I didn't take no time at all. Like, it wasn't, but, like, maybe it, maybe the next, you know, 15 minutes went by, and boom, I had something turned. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the beauty of turning. Well, chuck, chuck Project's only taken an hour. Hits your wife. And yet, 15 minutes later, you still have something turned. So, still, still current wife. She's the real. I think I was on some pretty good drugs or something. You know, I mean, I don't know. It was, I don't know. <laughs> but no, Beth is awesome. His 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 wife is a delight. So yeah, and still around. Still around, despite being struck with a chuck at high school. Oh, she was not struck with the chuck. It beeline left, right. Two inches before her foot. Ah, yeah. No, it almost hit me, and it almost hit her, and decided, uh, boom, wallet went. <laughs> yeah. It was bad, man. I'm not going to lie. I was honestly embarrassed about that story, and I laugh about it so much now because every time I look at that itty bitty little mark in that lathe bed, it, it just reminds me. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. When learning anything, because I'm a fully self-taught maker, everything that I know that anybody sees me do on Instagram, I taught myself. Um, you know, I may have had, you know, you know, some minor instruction or whatever, you know, somewhere, you know, here or there and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, um, that's the biggest thing is you can't, you know, you can't let the scary things stop you. I mean, obviously, if you cut your thumb off, you know, you're not about to get right back on the table saw. You're going to go to the hospital first. Oh, here we go. Oh, with the, but, with the uh, oh, did I did I did I just open up a can of worms here? <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> so you you have Instagram. You've got about seventy seven hundred followers. You have over eleven 1, hundred posts. I think you've 
posted more in the last 24 hours that you and I have been following each other than anybody else. Uh, what's, what's your strategy with, with social media? You know, how, how are you doing this? And I've, I've noticed a certain type of reel that you post a lot of. <laughs> I want to hear about that. Okay, 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 okay. So you're talking about the AI video. So uh, maybe before I get into those per se, Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, Twin. Uh, so with, with Instagram, a lot of people go into it, you know, thinking, okay, I'm going to be completely myself. You know, I'm going to do what I want. And yes, absolutely, you got to do that. Because for one, if you don't have a niche and you're just kind of all over the place, then that's one thing that can hurt you. Um, I have built myself up to enough to where somebody sees me dabbling my hands in something. They're like, oh, he's making something, you know. I'm. I've got myself known as kind of a maker, you know, just kind of all around. Uh, and it took a while. It took a while. And one th thing that I can suggest doing for any new accounts is, yes, post every day. Post multiple times a day. Reach out to other people. You know, show other people engagement. Use hashtags. Don't underestimate the power of hashtags. That is literally SEO all the way for Instagram alone. But you also want to focus on a little bit of keywords, too like in your descriptions and stuff like that. Um, I see a lot of people post, they don't, you know, put any descriptions in and maybe just hashtags and it hurts them, you know. Um, you know, the algorithm does look at what you type in. And so, but anyway, so with that, you know, being said, that ultimately helps, you know, even being in the stories. But with these new videos, um, so I noticed something that was kind of trending. It was the deform AI. And, you know, in the stable diffusion where it, you know, you start something and it just sends you into a whole nother world. It's trending. What can I say? So I decided to captivate on it. I actually got a buddy who keeps telling me to stop, but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're, they're fun, but, you know, they can be a, they can be a, little, a little tough. But the, the, the first time that I saw one, it was the one that everybody saw. He's jumping across like into a bed and then, you know, sends you on, 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 a, on a nice trip. Um, it took me weeks to find the app that was actually able to support this. And then I finally found it. I do have to pay to make these. So that's just kind of something about it. Um, but no, they're trending. And I haven't seen any of them where makers are utilizing the AI thing. And so it's been really drawing a lot of attention. And, you know, it's just it's just the next trending thing. You know, it probably will be it, it'll be something else soon. You know how it goes. At least it's not people screaming chicken wing, chicken wing at you. That one I could, I could go with that. I don't understand why my phone kept saying chicken wing, chicken wing at me. But it did for like two weeks. OK, what? Please. Seriously. It was some weird thing that the algorithm must have thought. I just love this. <laughs> So you were getting a lot of stuff that was just chicken wings? No, it was just somebody screaming chicken wing, chicken wing over and over again. Well, they got a niche and that right there. So I'm about that right there actually proves the point. There is an account on Facebook called a pile of gravel. All they do is they post a picture of a pile of gravel somewhere every day. And they got like 100,000 followers. It is insane. Right. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, I mean, sometimes, you know, keeping it simple is usually the best bet. And especially with reels, you know, you want to keep them kind of, you know, short-esque, I guess, you know. 
because when I first started on Instagram, I wanted to do the whole like you know fulfilling you know thing whatever. I, I'm not gonna lie, I suffer a lot of bad depression and anxiety, and so Instagram was kind of supposed to help me get kind of away from that. And I was terrified of being in front of camera. Like back four years ago, I would not be right here right now. I'd be like right here. Like, yeah, Todd, so what's up, buddy? Yeah. I was terrified. I was terrified. I think I am an ugly dude that looks good. And so that had a very big thing on my, uh, uh, what is it? Um, confidence. Self, yeah, self-confidence, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like Instagram actually helped me kind of build self-confidence. Yeah, sure, okay, doing goofy stuff for the likes or whatever. You know, and I've been, I, I've gotten hate before where it's like, dude, why are you dancing? Why, why are you being goofy? You know, what's up with that? Like, yo, I got comfortable, you know, and I'm, I'm in my comfort zone when I'm on the camera. You know, it, it, it's fun. Yeah, honestly, if you're having fun, that, that, that's what makes you a winner at this, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I Sorry, kids. That's kind of an important thing with just about anything, too, is, I mean, you can't have fun all the time, but if you're not having fun most of the time, then what's, what's the point? Right. Right. I mean, how stressful was it being a maker for you? Not, not really. It's not? Yeah. I, again, I, I don't hardly post these days very often, but I think we're going to try and fix that this weekend. Right, because now I have a fellow Turner in the shop. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I believe photos and videos have already been taken this evening. They already have, but that's the that's kind of the whole point of what I said. It's not stressful at all when it's something you enjoy doing, you know. And you know, with with starting all this, you know, I guess I don't know. It turned into something I enjoy doing. So what I can dig. What's the um, what's the app called? Simple. Yeah. I did not hear you. What's what's the app called? So I mean, if I, if somebody wanted to start making these, what what do, what do we gotta do? Okay, I'm uh, I'm, you're gonna have to send me the five easy payments of fifty nine ninety five first. Uh, just kidding. Okay, the app is called Zoomerang, and what you're looking for is Deform AI. It is a text prompt thing where it basically, like all those videos, the way they got sent out or whatever, I had to text most all of that stuff in. You know, it's easy though. You know, like you know, skull, crown, royal, boom, it did its thing. You know, <laughs> some of them are easy. Some of them you get a little, a little bit more, more difficult with. But you know, it's, 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 it's fun. <laughs> I'll eventually stop. Probably, who knows? Probably not. Right, right on. I don't know. Keep making reels, man. Spray and pray, dude. I mean, honestly, I hate that the reels bonuses stop because I was actually taking part in that. I'm not gonna say anymore. <laughs> I was saying, I wasn't on Instagram before Reels bonuses was a thing, so I have I keep hearing about them, but I've I've never I've never gotten the joy. Well, cha-ching is basically what it was. Ah, they see, my neighbors just chucked quarters from across the street to tell me to shut my garage door when uh, <laughs> when I've got every tool running. So that's you know that's my bonus. <laughs> Just keep the door open and have them keep chunking change at you, man. There you go, man. <laughs> hey, you can even put you a nice little fountain out there for them to actually, you know, pick in. Yeah, throw it in there and <laughs> wish that I'd stop making this noise. That's perfect. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, okay. I, I lucked out. I've got a firefighter who's only here half the time, and I've got another woodworker who also has a CNC right across the street. So we, we basically just try and match pitches. <laughs> 
Hey, that is awesome. That is awesome. I don't have hardly anybody around me. I finally found one right before t making this trip, but it's actually a dude that I've known for a couple of years, and they started making some cornhole boards. I was like, yeah, dude, <laughs> I got all this stuff. You want, you want me to help you? <laughs> Whatever, you know, you want to hook up? And so, you know, hey, honestly, you might, you might, we're not sure yet, but you might start seeing a lot of dog houses being built on my account even. Sweet. Uh, but that would be uh, trying to, you know, sell for like the neighborhood and stuff like that. We got a lot of dogs in our neighborhood that really just need not plastic dog houses. Totally works. A lot of pit bulls. And, and the, they're all super sweet, but they are rough on them houses. Well, <laughs> and the age old question of who, who did let the dogs out? Would be you. Who? 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 You. Oh, you. You let the dogs out. Way to go. Uh, why? So let me. We we've got twenty two <laughs> questions Good. to yeah. cover. Oh, oh wow! And so some of these are probably going to be. Oh, okay. Here you go. Ed wants to know if you could do a collab with anybody. Who would it be, and why? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Okay. 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 Um. You know what? You know what? I'm happy to be here with Todd. Oh, <laughs> that was nice. But no, I'm, for real, who would you want to collab? With? I, I'm, <laughs> I've actually done several collabs, and a few of the collabs I've done, it was actually more like you know me just kind of gifting you know something to somebody you know type deal for them to kind of do something with you know even keep for themselves. But uh, I don't know. I've never really gotten to be just with another real woodturner without me having to teach. So, I don't have to teach him anything, except for don't use scissors with that. Yeah. When that <laughs> happened, I turned a pen with half of a pair of scissors on a dare. Here comes another question. Four Please, months ago. Um, all right. Oh, hey, here's one. If you could visit anyone's shop, who would it be and why? I'm sorry, but DeResto's got it all the way. That shop is freaking amazing. Hey, so have have, have y'all seen Making Fun on Netflix? I have. It was a great show, man. I want to be in that shop. I mean, the like the stained glass up at the top, man. That's, that's just good stuff. We got to get you out to Maker Camp, and then you can hang out with all the cool kids on Jimmy DeResta's farm, bro. Yeah, yeah, for real. And, uh, a couple couple months ago, he posted that the house, like, so here his property is like right here, and the house like right here around the corner was for sale. I'm not going to lie. I looked it up and I thought, I've never been to New York a day in my life. I wonder how my wife would feel if I just bought a house and moved us there. I've been to New York City and, I mean, without throwing any shade towards anybody in the city, it was a fun experience, but I'm definitely not going back. That was way too many people for me. I'm a country boy. Come on. <laughs> uh, Ed wants to know, what is your dream workshop? Is it the Duresta setup? Um, no, no, take the duress to set up and maybe uh, double it. More space, more space. I definitely would like to have a lot of room to, like, you know, do dump stuff like, like with, with wheels and you know, motors and stuff like that. And you know, yeah, no, it's important to have room for all of your activities. Yeah, all the activities, man. I mean, I want to be able to build a half pipe and never use it, yeah. 
I mean, I got kids coming over all the time. I mean, I could watch them bust their ankles up all day long and laugh. Nothing <laughs> says fun like watching a, a preteen break their collarbone. No, not break the collarbone. That was oh. dangerous, but, you know. Our friend with the wooden mustache wants to know if Uh-oh. we can convince you to make it to Maker Camp. Well, that's a trip to New York, buddy. That is a long trip on a on a, like a six, 15 to 17 mile per gallon truck that I got now. Matt, you know about the truck. Uh, yeah, hey, he heard me. There you go. He heard me. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that, but, but honestly, I got a 99 Durango. It only had 100,000 miles on it with one owner. Never been in any accidents or anything. It had a little bit of rubbage up on a door or whatever. Somebody got a little too close to something, but. Hey, man. Rubbing is racing, right? Rubbing is racing, right? I don't think they were racing, man. Wow, that's a heavy truck. So, All right. Ed's so, just piling them in there tonight. Right. And tools are power tools. So, especially since I built my that first table, um, that, 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 that table was honestly supposed to be kind of like a testament to see what I really truly could do and I mean I had a lot of hand tool and time and I actually suffered from carpal tunnel in both of my wrists my obviously my dominant wrist more like way more but I, I gotta say that the hand tools are very very nice like especially if you got just a good sharp plane I mean I don't know sometimes sometimes you know I'll have a piece and you know I'll kind of do it like you know the Japanese method or whatever and I'll pull it and I don't know, especially if my carpal tunnel's flaring up, getting that pulling action kind of, I don't know, it kind of helps it a nice. little bit. And it's not vibration from like a power tool. Okay, follow-up question. Is turning on a lathe hand tools or power tools? It is absolutely both. Let's face it. The power tool is spinning the wood and not the metal bit that every other woodworker is used to. But we are hand-pushing a, a, a hand pushing uh, a solid piece of steel into a very fast spinning piece of wood so yeah one of these look at that see now we're now we're bouncing okay we like shoving big things and fast spinning wood by your definition you're pushing metal into the material how would that be different than a saw like a track saw you're pushing the metal into the material with your hands. Well, here's the difference. We're not sawing the wood. We have no power in here. Yeah, we're not sawing the wood. We're actually carving the wood small layers at a time. So the stress that you would get out of a power tool like a saw um, is going to be like 100 times more than what you're going to get on the lathe. If anything, if like if you got a real stressed out bowl or whatever, it's probably just going to pop off the lathe. But stand out of the way. You'll be all right. Wear a face shield. Safety is sexy. I am a spindle turner, sir. Safety is still sexy. Now, where you port with your safety? And okay, me saying that, I, 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 okay, I'm gonna go ahead and acclaim. I am a goofball. I say a lot of stuff. Yes, wear a face shield. I'm gonna do what I want though. Wear and a face second shield. that, and the second that I lose enough, that's on me. But you know what? Okay, look, man, <laughs> got a wood shot. In the 20 minutes leading up to the show tonight, we are turning a piece of elm. Yeah, a very, 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 very dusty. It's a really dry piece of elm. 
Oh, it might be made out of concrete. Anyway, <laughs> I, I made him put a face shield on. So and yes, and I wore the face shield until I got sweaty and then got out of the way. Yeah, then he then he got. I don't know. Then again, this lathe is way different than what I'm used to, and a little higher than I'm used to. That 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 that'll okay. So with lathe height, also that can really play a huge part in uh, safety matters for for someone. Like personally, if I'm going to be on this one, I'm probably going to want at least a two by four to stand on. You want me to get you? Yeah, a little step ladder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because hey, your thing is bolted to a nine hundred pound bench. Yep. that can't go nowhere. Yep, yep. Here's here's what okay. Ed's got that I like. Uh, what what is a project that you've made that you'll never make again, and why? Oh, good question. Oh, very good question. Oh gosh. Ooh, I might need a minute to think about this one. Oh man. All right. If I could never make another wine bottle stopper, I would. They're they're easy to make and they're really fun, but like ninety percent of them look like sex toys. It makes me feel, feel awkward. I mean, hey, you know that that that's all in the matter of an opinion. Hey, look, it's after ten. This, this, after this is still this talk after dark. After dark. Oh, so we got the after dark going. Now. Even kids on the west coast should probably be in bed by now. So. Oh, okay. So we're good. Yeah. yeah, you can say the dirty words. We can say the dirty words. See, I've been avoiding the dirty words this whole time. Don't. I'm, I'm, a, I, 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 I'm a Navy vet. Come on, I got a sailor's mouth, man. All this non-cussing, non-utilization of the slang terms. Yes. Look at me still not cussing and still making every bit of sense. You're, you're doing a super I am job. doing a banger job. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. I said banger. Yeah. That's not even a cuss word. Don't, All right. Don't, don't use the dirty words because we can't guarantee that listeners on other platforms are not watching in the the harsh light of day. Oh, the harsh light of day. Oh, you see H, right. H word there. Mm, yeah. Easy, buddy. While we think about a project that Eric has made but doesn't want to make again, why don't you plug all of our different platforms while we're thinking about it? Yeah. So uh, we've been growing at Sawdust Talk. So if you don't have time to see us on the live or you want to watch any of our uh, older episodes, we are now available on, let's see if I remember them all, the podcast platform for Spotify, Apple uh, Music, Google Play Music, uh, or Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Public, YouTube, and, and there's one that I'm missing. The first one was Spooterfy, right? It was at yeah, Apple. Yep, yeah, nope, that was Spotify. Yeah. I don't know, man. That covers that's like that covers, that's a hard five right covers, there. That covers most of them, and then and then we have our archive on our channel also. So you know, I suppose we can we can do sawdust talk during the day as well. But it's live live at night. It's live at night. All right, man. So what have you made that you never want to make again? Okay, so I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna try to be brutally honest with myself here. I really have not made anything that I wouldn't particularly not care to make again what about the christmas trees but i really 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 would be okay if i never had to make a magic wand again yeah but the whole thing so we actually made a bunch of magic wands for camp cory uh which was a whole big thing and uh that was really good but i don't know figuring out started with them i just yeah. scratched that itch i don't know man 12 year olds love of magic ones. Though. It's like, cool. Hey, they work for thing. me, though. They work for me. That's actually how I helped build my account really good, too, is I was doing a bunch of magic tricks on here being goofy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, 
you'll you'll like this. My uh, my closest experience to any lathe work is I did make my daughter a magic wand out of Purple Heart, and I chucked it into the drill and just pulled it and sanded the whole thing. So God, you got the eighty grit, Joe. Yeah, buddy. It's as close as I've ever gotten. That's right. Ed says Expelliarmus. Oh yeah, uh, and also Justin. <laughs> Justin Addy uh, wanted to make sure to make sure that everybody knows that uh, the podcast is also available on Only Dan's. Oh, Only Dan. It's nice. Only Dan's? Yep. That's a thing. Yeah. It's yeah, a place for uh, I would for probably to meet miss up that the first time. After night. Anyway, <laughs> Team Chamfer or Team Roundover? Oh yeah! Wait, what? Chamfer or roundover? Chamfer around? Oh, it's getting ooh, into the deep cuts. Ooh, ooh. So actually, I got to do both on the last little project that I did. It was the gong mallet rack. I had to uh, make some lattice work, and I had to do a base and a top. And I was doing like you know some layered router stuff and everything. I did a chamfer on top and roundover on the bottom. But, but I like a chamfer. This is like the question. This is the question where friends friends are made and lost. And so, with that, I'm going to just go ahead and disconnect because God, so Bye. <laughs> it's okay. I'll still be me. I'll still pick Champ for every time. There you go. <laughs> All right, pull another one out of the hat. Can you see him or or am I? Gee, Ed is busy. We need to get Ed working on these a little sooner or sometime. Uh, what would be a good starter lathe for someone starting off and turning? Okay, so um, actually, honestly, um, especially for, for you, you know, here in the States, you know, if uh, price budget-wise is an, is an issue, you know, the Harbor Freight uh, actually has a good full-size lathe that does have a swivel headstock for right under $500. They're um, closing that out, though, man. It yeah. is going away. I mean, I, I, I found one on sale uh, for... Uh, just under 400 and I, I picked one up myself so I even got one of those um, but it's got a, it, it doesn't have okay any wood turner especially nowadays wants to have a variable speed drive if you have to change the belts it's probably going to be too much working for you to really be able to have you know good fun with uh, so you want to be able to change the speed but um, you got electronic infinitely variable speed drive and you got a Reeves drive. A Reeves drive is actually two pulleys that separate and compress together uh, on your belt that'll actually change the speed. And that is exactly what that central machinery lathe has. The only thing that I would say with that one is, is that you kind of have to take a little bit of extra care with them because they can get a little stiff. Uh, but you know, a little, you know, pop open the back case and a little WD-40, you're good to go. Twelve twenty one. If you could jet twelve twenty one. If you got a grand to spend, jet twelve twenty one. Absolutely, I swear by that lathe. It is my absolute favorite. I mean, it's what I constantly turn it on. Um, but uh, and but yeah, if you got the money for for one of those, definitely one of those. And they even got a ten. Uh, what is it? A ten fifteen? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, it's considered a mini lathe, where the twelve twenty one is considered a mid D lathe. Right. You are. I was say, is he here still with us? I don't know. He might be frozen. Oh, We're going to keep fielding questions until he logs out and then logs back in again, which would be fun. All right. Um, let's see what else we got going on here. Uh, 
Do, 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 do. Oh, oh, okay. Now we're really going to make friends or break. Oh, boy. Y'all really want to ask me that question. Yes, we do. Oh, goody, 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 goody. Can we get Brayden back first? <laughs> All right, buddy. The question is carbide cutters or traditional steel. Okay. For the very beginner, first starting out, especially if you're on a budget, there's absolutely nothing wrong with carbides. Because it, it, the, the true testament is your finished product. It is what can you honestly make? Who cares what kind of blade you use? However, traditional all the way for me. It is, uh, it, I, I, I'm one that kind of sees more into the, to the, to the inner workings art of the wood turning itself. You know, you know gr proper grain cutting direction. Uh, you know, everything um you know what tool does what what bevel helps do what and it's just it, it the more knowledge that i've learned with it the more the i don't know i feel more you know and one one with wood turning you know because you know that but i feel like you know with traditional gouges you can get that where with carbides you can in a sense it really depends on your personality i guess uh for to get that proper sense of accomplishment with it uh but honestly as long as you're turning and you enjoy it and you're doing something nice i don't i i think it really doesn't matter uh but i will say if you don't learn the traditional you're gonna go through sandpaper like crazy and you're not gonna like it with traditional though you do gotta learn to sharpen and that's a whole nother investment but it just I don't know. It just kind of makes the whole circle for me That's with traditional. Traditional is really where it's at, and it's it's so much more fun because the ribbons are so much bigger, and it's less less dusty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're still gonna get a lot of dust, but um, yeah, well, it, it is uh, less dusty because with carbides you'll get a lot more tear out if you're not careful, and they take a very 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 light touch. Where gouges, you can literally kind of do a good carving action with carbides it can be a little hard to do that because they are scrapers is what they are i don't know if i'm faster with steel tools or carbide but i feel faster with steel tools yeah does that make sense yeah yeah def definitely definitely um like i i'll have to pull out my carbide sometimes if i feel like i kind of get in a little bit of a rough spot that maybe i particularly don't feel like i got a gouge with the proper angle on you know uh especially like you know doing like you know some hollowing yeah and stuff yeah like there's that. some there's some things that carbide can do yep that steel can exactly like hollow forming or like tiny things and a lot of people have actually brought up the, uh to me that with carbides they feel like they can get better detail work with where honestly i have to i have to say absolutely not with traditional it just you got to have the proper gouges it can't be just you know one thing for everything um but I mean, honestly, I, f I feel like I get way, way better smooth flowing lines with uh, with traditional. So I think that pretty much answered that question. Yeah, I'd pretty thoroughly. I'd say so. So, so that is that is. Whoa, oh, we oh, heard oh, so. Dude, you're in there. What? John, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Oh. Can you see me? No, you were still oh. a circle on a black screen. Yep, you are. Uh, you are a, not even a. I guess whatever the pinwheel on Instagram is. Everything, he hit the metamorphosis of Instagram. The swirly. Been, uh, great for me. It's all. It's all running smooth on my side. Hey, there you are. 
and now it works. <laughs> I don't think I'm overheating. I got air conditioning. Hey, man, you introduced that black screen with a smile. I like that. Man. I've heard, That's I've good. Heard okay. Last, the last five minutes. I don't oh. know. For a second there, it was like I had two levels of audio, and then everything broke, and I could hear everything, but I was not in the screen, so I just shut down. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, glad you heard the uh, the, the carbide versus traditional, because that one can be a snaky one, especially with what you would consider old school turners and new school turners it's it's yeah. it's almost a cult it's almost cult like really so yeah so what, what i heard there was uh when it comes to turning tools uh much like pizza crust traditional is best absolutely certainly better than whatever those people in chicago think their casserole is <laughs> it's not pizza that's a casserole here's a follow-up question I think to your Harbor Freight lathe question, uh, what are your thoughts on Harbor Freight lathe tools? Okay, um, the Harbor Freight lathe tools right here, they are actually not not bad. You know, they are cheaper steel, and you will definitely notice the difference between Harbor Freight tools and, you know, crown tools that are cryogenically, form, uh, you know, hardened. And even Thompson tools, uh, they got, you know, special hardening process and everything. With, with the Harbor Freight tools, they kind of, streamline that process a little bit and it makes them you know they they dull out a little quicker but you can sharpen them and they will work yes so they get real sharp the purple handle but here's something to think about that i honestly i don't know if you've ever thought about it before so check it out let's say we're turning a piece it could be a spindle or a ball it doesn't matter and it's going 1500 rpms after five minutes you have done drug that piece of steel over a mile yeah, at huh. 750 RPM, it's with like a bowl that's like 10 inches. Oh, yeah. That it's is. it's like a mile every 90 seconds or something. Yeah, yeah. it really depends on the size piece. But yeah, you're, we the, these tools are drugged for thousands of miles before they are done, if you know what I'm saying. But that's why you also, with traditional, you want to invest in a good sharpening system. I'm a fan of the Pro Edge. Um, my boy here's got, you know, the whetstone, the CBNs and all that, uh, which is every bit great. They kind of both give you a two different types of, uh, um, I don't know. I feel, I feel like, you know, not necessarily two different types of sharpen or anything. Just, I don't know with, with the pro edge, it's stupid quick. You know, I'm sharp like that back to turning, but it, it, it watched me sharpen three tools and the time it took for you to make one crusty pass around the outside of the bowl this thing is horrible <laughs> it's so hard we need to just chuck it in the like bowl. like like i'm about ready just to just drop kick it or something no i don't want to do that i'm gonna break, break your shoe i'm gonna break my, my shoe yes i'm gonna break my shoe yeah this is it's made out of the concrete the concrete <laughs> yeah not not if you're wearing timberland pro uh synthetic steel toe boots that's right not sponsored. Right. Compliments of Funkmaster Flex. I got right? Puma. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rockler or Woodcraft, dude? Huh. I have never been to either. All right. Well, I'm taking you to both tomorrow. I have never been to either. Okay. I'm about to do your wish. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. I, I love spiders, but he's making me kill them in How here. big was that thing? It was itty bitty. Oh, don't worry about the itty bitty ones. Well, I mean, itty bitty enough to the size that you had said something like, you know, what? Yeah. Whatnot, like okay. Okay. What was the best piece of advice that you were ever giving about woodworking? Thank you for finding that before I could find it. The f what 
is the best piece of advice that you, are, that you were given about woodworking? And then we, okay, um, have patience. Have patience and fail often. And I'm probably screaming the generic thing that a lot of us all do. But, I mean, the, the more that you end up messing up, the more you learn. And so the way that I see it is sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. That's how I put it. And slow down. Slow down. Yeah, it's, it's okay to slow down. You know, sometimes I find myself literally looking at something for, like, hours before even getting into it, you know. But, I mean, you know, if you don't have the patience for it, then you might do that one wrong cut in the wrong order or whatever while in milling process, and then, boom, your piece is done for because stress you know you got to think about all of it you know wood is alive and it is wonderful oh man hey, wood. TJ with tj with uh, <laughs> uh, with him standing and staring at stuff for hours you're you're gonna have your work cut out for him for yourself if you take him to uh rockler and woodcraft tomorrow you i mean there, there fun times are gonna be had by all i'm a i'm a uh, what we call the uh, Amazon woodworker. There you go. And got your literally your... built my shop off Amazon. Not gonna lie to you. And Home Depot. Nice. And a little Harbor Freight. There you go. All right, we got a few more minutes left, boys and girls. Um, do 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 do. Oh, this was Nancy's question. What about Harbor Freight lathe tools? Totally, totally fine. They get sharp. They get the job done. They don't stay sharp as long but they get really sharp i still have uh one that's basically kind of the same steel that i still use today uh oh here you go what is a making discipline that you would love to try that you haven't done yet Ooh, okay 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 uh forging actually metal forging like blacksmithing work i really don't think i can handle it but i really don't want to try glass blowing i would destroy that so I figure swinging a hammer around might sound a little bit like fun. I mean, or, well, gla <laughs> with glass blowing, there's also still rotating, you know, the piece is still rotating. It might be the closest thing to, to lathe work. Every time that I see glass blowing, I start to sweat. But yeah, I hot. should for a blacksmithing shop too. So I'm really, uh, I'm really kind of being a catch-22 right now. But yeah, I, I really have never, never cared for glass blowing. I think it's absolutely cool. And I would love to do a collab with a glass blower. But I think I would ultimately like, ultimately like to try blacksmithing first. Works for so me. Maker camp. Hey, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Timber framing too. Let's go. Let's get a let's get a forge. <laughs> let's do it. Let's get a forge. You're gonna have me down here every weekend. It's, it's a long drive, buddy. It's <laughs> all right. The commute is worthwhile. We get to be setting metal on fire. Uh, have you heard that the bird is the word? Have you heard this? You know I am the Red Raven, right? I am the word. I am the one. I am the. I, I am the word. Okay. I am. I, I am that. He I am is, that. He is that, that guy. guy. I am that guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're the bird is late the night. Word, I'm trying so. not to cuss. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric's had a long, long day with a lot of travel, back to back to back to back. Yeah, and I fed him a proper St. Louis dinner, so he's probably got the full tummy night nights also. So, yeah, <laughs> hey, this shop is pretty reasonable with one dude in it, but man, I'm I'm sweating tonight. Um, how about do 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 do? This was a good one, an interesting one. I don't know. I can't see him. <laughs> I think 
Yeah, We've hit a lot that, of these. That might be, need to be our highlight clip from this reel. Boy, there's two well, that, dudes in here, and I'm sweating tonight. Yep, that's what happens when you mess with <laughs> me, buddy. Um, yeah, I feel like we've knocked out a bunch of these or oh, talked yeah. about Here, them. Uh, here's one. What What is your goal for your business or your social media account? I want to get rich. Is it working? Oh. I, like um, um, I mean, you know, I'm feeling better about myself. That's slowly. Good. That's good. The money is still... <laughs> you're, you're getting rich with emotional growth. Money, money. There's always more money to be made. Your heart grows to the size of 10 Eric's plus two every time. That's you post. dangerous. Yeah, that is dangerous. That's a big heart. That's is a big that, heart, dude. Is that, little, little, is that little TJ Lou Who that I hear over there? Who's That's right. Little TJ Lou Who, who was no bigger than two. Oh, see, now, now we're going to need to get your hair grown out and do like that thing. Yep. I think you, you've got the hair for that. <laughs> I'm actually growing my hair back out. I've had, I had it down to about here before I had cut it. And then I started my Instagram. It was still about down to here, but I had the sides shaved off. And then I had just kind of took it off. And now it's wow, Liberty Spikes. It's hot out here. My hair's a mess. All right, boys and girls. <laughs> I think we've asked all the questions. I think we've had a wholesome and delightful Burton Ernie learning experience this evening. Burton Ernie on two screens. That's right. Um, unprecedented live and in person host and guest on the same same cam with um, Brayden, do we have anybody that we need to thank for this show outside of the three of us no uh obviously thank you to, to eric for joining us and then uh as always we've got to thank our sponsor uh george Flyco. so great they, okay they are your place for uh ca glue and shirts they got shirts. Yeah, they do. So wait, is that a reverse sawdust talk shirt? No, it's a regular it's a regular direction sawdust shirt. I never even considered reversing it and I told Scott I needed to order a banner. And he's like, Oh, you want to reverse one so it's the right way on camera? And I net it took me like five minutes of looking at my other sign before I'm like, wait a minute, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I thought for a second you had a reverse sawdust talk shirt. I was like, Whoa. I'm gonna start custom. I'm ordering all of my t-shirts in reverse. So I've got an on-screen and an off-screen one. You gotta do one where you just flip it up. There you go. <laughs> so that you just pull it over your head so that we can read Thoughtus Talk. That's a high risk, high reward if I grab both layers of t-shirts or not. It's okay. Just, so Just throw your little line right there, have it flat down, and then you know, flap up, and then it's still down. I'll just get it reversed. Get creative, man. We're makers. Anyway, no. Thank you to George Splico as always, for sponsoring. Um, uh, we have a fun guest coming up on July 10th that 12th. I think we can talk about. What? July 12th. 12th. July 12th. Sorry. Let's talk about July 12th guest. Yeah, so July 12th, we actually have the surf prep team joining us uh, on Sawdust Talk. So they're going to go over their story. It's a family-run business. They make some pretty awesome sanders. Uh, so we're going to have Hannah and I think Skylar is going to join us. So we might have multiple people on one screen again. Um, but yeah, that'll be a good time. So everybody should definitely make sure to join for, for that episode, uh, which will be easier to do on the East Coast and in Central because starting next week, we are also moving from 10 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central. So an hour earlier. 
Mm -hmm. So our East Coasters can uh, make it in and our West Coasters can complain that we're interrupting late dinner. Awesome. But yeah, yep. that is, uh, these are awesome updates. Um, definitely check us out online. Uh, if you didn't make it to the live, thank you so much for joining us this evening, Eric. Thank you for Rick, thank you for being at my house. It's it. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, there you go. Brayden. I'll be here all week. It was lovely as always. Uh Ed, thank you for posting all of our handles in the chat. Yep. Uh please follow us follow along with us. Um yeah. We'll see you all next week. Same bad time. Bye, Wait, not same bad time. Next Longer week, we're an hour time. early, right? Earlier bad time. That's right. One hour prior, 9 p.m. Central next week, so I don't get to say same bad time, but same bad channel. Uh, we'll be here on Sodus Talk. Thanks, everybody. Have a lovely evening. Good night. See you guys.